Hello, and welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel's own IT department. In this podcast, we look at the client device refresh cycle as the IT landscape evolves. First, a little recent history. In the mid-1990s, the only client devices in use at Intel, or anywhere else for that matter, were PCs. Managing the life cycle of those devices meant buying lower-cost, minimally equipped PCs and supporting them over a four-year depreciation cycle. Then, five years ago, Intel IT published an article, PCs as Strategic Assets. John Mavi is the PC fleet manager at Intel IT. He says one of the key findings of that paper was that the cost of purchasing a PC is often a less significant element of the total cost of ownership, or TCO, of that device. When we detail out its total cost of ownership, we look at support costs, we look at mean time to failure, we look at what is the cost of repairs, what are the cost of warranties, how do I support this device most cost effectively around the world. How do our support models align with the devices that we're offering? All of those aspects have a significant impact on supporting a PC and the costs that are associated with that. Analysis of these data points help to determine what is still a key factor in managing Intel's fleet of PCs. Refresh rate. How frequently a device needs to be replaced. We have developed a number of cost models that... They have a number of different curves to them, but we do find that as you look at cost, there is an optimal time to replace a PC. It's not an exact time, it's more of a a range of time. We still find that the best thing for Intel is to replace PCs at about three years. We replace PCs for different segments at different times based upon total cost of ownership, use cases, technology refreshes that are not related to the hardware that may be software technology refreshes. Since that paper was published five years ago, there has been an explosion of device types used in the enterprise, from touchscreen tablets to ultrabooks. Even so, says Mavi, the fundamental tenets of lifecycle management haven't gone away, like understanding TCO. We cannot bring in a device that's going to blow IT's budget or blow the corporate budget. That wouldn't sustain itself over time. We treat all of the devices that IT buys as strategic assets, and we can manage them so that they're extremely cost-effective solution and an extremely safe, at least from a security threat type of capability. While the proliferation of devices has led to a greater employee choice and greater productivity, Mavi says it's important to simplify the hardware and software ecosystem. We don't want to offer 500 different models that meet 500 different use cases. We do tend to try to find devices that will meet multiple use cases. So we have a relatively select set of devices that offer pretty much all of the capabilities that employees and departments and business groups are looking for on the devices, even with the new devices that support touch and other capabilities. To simplify the choices offered, Mavi says IT focuses on a few key capabilities, like longer battery life, thinner, lighter designs, and touch capabilities. Those three elements are driving what we offer as a choice. And even though we offer a limited number of device options, amongst those choices, you can pretty much meet most use case requests that come to IT. Going with higher quality mainstream devices, rather than the low-cost, minimally equipped models, increases the lifespan of the PC. Mavi says that has a couple of positive effects. One is that 
you're not going to be prematurely replacing the PC and writing off the cost of the asset. It also tends to lead to higher resale prices when you eventually do dispose of the asset because it still has some residual value and use in a different context. And with all the devices it manages, it's important for IT to keep the focus on employee productivity. In the case of Touch, it's a really good example. We know that the longer-term solution to getting the most bang for our buck is going to be improving the touch capabilities of the applications we present to employees. And that's an effort that is ongoing and underway and is a major focus point for IT. The reason Mavi emphasizes touch devices is because they play such a key role in the Intel fleet. 93% of the devices that we're deploying today are touch-enabled. And we expect that number to gradually creep towards 100%. Mavi says that Intel IT's experience with a huge fleet of client devices for a worldwide workforce over many decades has given the organization some key insight into how to manage those devices. Managing towards the bottom line with the total cost of ownership model and delivering solutions that enhance employee productivity and satisfaction are not mutually exclusive. The bottom line is that in spite of all the advances in devices over a relatively short period of time, the refresh cycle is still relevant to managing the fleet of devices at Intel. The fundamental tenets of total cost of ownership and managing the cost of the device over time, we have found that hasn't changed, even with the proliferation of capabilities. We can still measure the cost of a device over time. That does it for this edition of Inside IT. For more information on the client device refresh cycle or on anything IT related, go to www.intel.com IT. While you're there, you can check out the Intel IT Center for regular updates on IT topics, third-party research, IT-focused events, and more. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Lancourt.